0: You're listening to The Jam Price Show today, all about movies. And my guest today is Gia Crovatin. I hope I've said that right. It's Krovatin. Krovatin. Okay. okay. <laughs> Gia Krovatin. I should have asked you ahead of time. And we're going okay. yeah, to talk about this one. I really did love this movie entitled Fear the Night. And Gia is one of the stars of Fear the Night. So welcome to the show, Gia. Thank
1: you for having me, Gia. Oh, you're
0: welcome. You're welcome. It's a pleasure. In full disclosure, for a number of reasons. um First, we were scheduled to have her husband on the show who is the writer and director of Fear the Night and because of the writer's strike he has decided to be in solidarity and uh, to support the writer's strike and not appear on the show today to promote Fear the Night. So I'm so happy that his lovely beautiful wife has uh, agreed (laughs) to be on the show to talk about this movie because I really really did. I was pleasantly surprised. Let me just say that
1: <laughs> i am so i'm really happy to hear you say that because when i read the script i too was pleasantly surprised
0: <laughs> yeah you know it's 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 a really fascinating film and it had me from the beginning to the end i even screamed in my own home <laughs> watching it by myself and and yeah so that says a lot <laughs> and um but there's a lot to this film it, it you know it's i yeah, I and, I and it would really be interesting to talk to you about it because your husband wrote it, and I really want to get your perspective on how he wrote this too. Because I really feel it's a female flick. I mean, yeah. it really is. <laughs> So, it really is it, well
1: something that's really interesting is that early on in our marriage I had um, we've been married since 2016 I went to a bachelorette party like a, a vacation bachelorette party and we had an incident happen it was obviously nothing as crazy as this movie but when I came home and I was talking to Neil about it and telling him about it he was like his first instinct was man that would make a great story. <laughs> And so I think that was kind of one of the the genesis of of this of this story, but also with the clarion call of having of having more um, content that's female driven and and that has these flawed protagonists, but also about how do women deal with things together? Um, I think that that was really exciting for him, and also to put a bunch of you know badass ladies together. I think not a lot of people would expect that from Neil de Butte. <laughs>
0: No, <laughs> so that's why I was pleasantly surprised. Let so our audience knows what we're talking about. Why don't you give them the synopsis of what "Fear the Night" is all about, Gia?
1: Sure. So, "Fear the Night" is um I would I would call it a thriller, a tense thriller about focusing on a on a woman named Tess who who goes to her sister's her little sister's bachelorette party, which is one of these destination bachelorette parties at an old family farm, and she's kind of Tess is the out the black sheep of the family. She's played exquisitely by Maggie Q. Yes, yes. And um, they invite... Some girlfriends, some kind of a group of friends. There are three main sisters, Tess, Tess being the middle sister and the youngest being, um, Rose, um, played by Heidi Kwan. The bachelorette party goes awry. It's like the worst day. These ladies have the worst luck and some really bad dudes come and want these women for whatever reason to, um, to pay for something. And it's, it's a fight to survive. And it really is a, an invasion slash survival story and how disparate groups have to put aside their differences to come together to
0: like ultimately save themselves. Thing. Beautiful, beautiful way of describing it. Perfect, absolutely perfect. It it, it is it is. It, let's talk about all the different characters because they're all so diverse in this film. And and let's talk about your character and and her part in this film.
1: Yeah. So my care, I play the role of Mia, and Mia is a friend of the sisters, grew up with them, free spirit. Um, I think what's interesting is that we don't particularly follow a lot of the friends. I think there's eight total women, so five friends and three sisters we don't really get the backstory of the friends they just kind of show up at this party and they're ready to ready to light it up and um what's interesting is that sometimes i think your your best helper can come out of nowhere or a a complete stranger and and you'll find that 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 there's been connection between mia and tess um as the film goes on and that they've had a little bit of history together and known each other maybe have grown up together in a way um but really, it's someone who's just in the wrong place at the wrong time. But um, what I love is is someone who finds through all this trauma and terror, like the courage within herself to try to do something brave and courageous.
0: Exactly, because who? How many of us have ever been put in that kind of a situation to begin with? And then what? What we learn about ourselves in that kind of situation and process, you know, whether are we going to just cower and hide behind the couch and hope yeah, that okay. they go away? Right, right, right,
1: right. And you see the myriad of reaction, you see that there are people react in such different ways. Um, and that you, you you. my character is this kind of free spirit hippie, she's going to read everybody's tarot cards at the party, you know. Um, but maybe she's the one who has, you know, unexpectedly, this kind of badass streak um it's it was such a fun character to play and i'm I, I feel so lucky but all of the women i mean oh my god there's so many good act cap foster is just like working with her every every night because we shot all nights and so it was like all the ladies were together in chairs huddling because it was so cold we were in the desert in california and i live in new york state and i was just like wow it's it's as cold as it gets in new york state <laughs>
0: Where were we not prepared for that? Yeah, where where <laughs> were you? Where did, where was this filmed?
1: Um, this was okay. So we shot in Piru, um, oh California, God, and no then idea. where is it oh near? God. I have no idea. It's a it's like it's within the zone, and so it's like within forty five minutes to an hour of L A. Just oh, north really? in the mountains, and it is beautiful. I mean, just gorgeous. But you get those fifty degree swings in a day, and there were rattlesnakes. I mean, it was. Wild, like the Wild West out there. So all the ladies, we'd be sitting together like huddling and it's two in the morning and and we're just telling each other stories to keep each other like awake, but also energized. But also we're creating this intimacy in, in this connective tissue. And I just... Man, I loved it so much. <laughs> it was like having
0: sisters for for 21 days. It was so great. I was going to ask you how long the shoot was. Okay, and what is this? I mean, last I had your husband on the show last year, last October, I think it was for a heart of dark, heart of darkness. Yeah, house no, of darkness, house of darkness. I'm sorry, and yeah. him and him darkness and houses, <laughs> and houses and nights and yeah. What is yeah. this? I don't know. He's got he's got a streak there. Yes, <laughs> he does. <laughs> we'll have to see what the next one is. Are you in the um, next movie? <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> I want to know, was there a casting couch in this film? <laughs> yeah, no, we do everything by the book. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were, you know, you've you appeared in a number of your husband's films uh, through the yeah. years. Uh, and he said so sometimes he doesn't hire you. It's true. Sometimes
1: he doesn't. Yeah. Um, but you know, Neil has this like history of picking up people along the way and working with them a ton, like Aaron Eckhart or Fred right. Weller. Or, right. um, gosh, he he's Tommy Sadowski. He's, he's super loyal. And like, you know, we talk a lot I, as an actor. I knew Neil as a, as a writer, uh, playwright really first before um, I knew him uh, as my husband, as <laughs> my partner in life. And, um, it's always come been about the work for me and so you know we talk a lot about when you find someone who just understands the language when you got when you have a shorthand together and you can communicate almost without words sometimes we just we're kind of on a very similar wavelength it makes working together really easy and enjoyable and it's it's fun to do but yeah it's true i did i did his film um House of Darkness last year with Justin Long and and Kate Bosworth and that was another insane <laughs> three week all night shoot um yeah
0: it was. Well, I told him that you were beautiful in that interview, and I didn't know you were his wife at that time. Oh. And he goes, well, She's my wife. I said, Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have good well, taste. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, man. It's yeah. too funny. Uh, well, he. It, Okay, so this movie, to me, is a female revenge movie on so many levels, because there's so many, again, layers to each one of the characters in this film. But that epilogue really cements it (laughs) for me. Yeah, it's interesting, without
1: giving too much away, it's just like there's something in the air, right? I mean, there's something in our society that like, even when this bad stuff happens to women and we go through it and we're, our scars are shown and our vulnerability is shown, you're still questioned at the end of the day. It's still like, is, does this really happen? Are you sure? You know, I think about the Dr. Christine Blasey Ford a lot and what, what she went through. And, and I think like trauma is just so, it's so corrosive mm-hmm. and to, to be able to say like, I've gone through this thing and you've witnessed this thing. And yet we still are being asked questions, but only the women really know what happened and what went on. And that's kind of the the tie that binds us. It's a really fascinating commentary um, coming from Neil, coming from all of us who, who collaborated right. to make this film.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, it really is. And that's what I said, you know, to have a man, ha- write this film, I thought it was fascinating, you know, because it's definitely from, obviously, it's a female, as I said earlier, it's a, it's a, from the female perspective on all the different levels, but th- that he was se- sensitive and and understood where right. we are all coming from, you know, even, you know, even today, it's just, you know, you think we're progressing, but I don't know if we are or not.
1: I, I know, I know, it's just really, <laughs> it's so troublesome, but um yeah. I think at the end of the day, you know, pe- people have labeled Neil as a misogynist in, in the past or, you know, he's the, he's the great misanthrope. And right. I would I would venture to say Neil's specialty is human cruelty mm. and the bounds to which we do these things to each other and why we do them. And is it just because we can, you know, um, it's, it's ever so fascinating to me. That's why I'm an actor. I want to know why people do the things that they do. And um, I think... I think Neil is is just a, a, a beautiful scribe of, of that experience.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, we talked last time too about uh in the company of men which was his first film. And that was the first time I had attended uh, the Sundance Film Festival. And that was the film that everybody was talking about at the festival that year. And uh, yes, and Aaron Eckhart, who I adore, uh, you know, that was one of the films I've always thought he was really excellent in. He's excellent in almost everything he does, but.
1: He's so good. Yeah. And he's such a decent human being, yeah. which is like the
0: best. Yeah. Yeah. He is. He, oh, I don't know him personally, but it's <laughs> nice to hear that. <laughs> he's a lovely, lovely fellow. Okay, good to hear that. So let's talk about Maggie Q, because uh, she is excellent in this film. I, and again, another actress who, uh, she's obviously getting more and more of a reputation as being that badass woman uh, in a lot of her films and TV shows too. But let's talk about working with her and what was that like? She just
1: brings an energy and a kind of gravitas with her when she's on set. And I, I think... She had a very clear vision of Tess. And I know that she and Neil had so many Zoom meetings and calls and back and forth discussion about the look, about the vibe, about um, I think Maggie's done work with with veterans before. Um, it was really important for her to have a, a very particular energy about that character. And it was like she came to set and she was Tess. It was there. And not that she was method and or any anything like that, but that she just she had it when she walked stepped onto the set and we all kind of were like, okay, this is our leader. This is our, Mm -hmm. this is our number one. And we are with you. And the movie lives and dies with you, but we're going to be here to support you. And she was, you know, very, generous and cool and kind and um I I just feel lucky to have worked with her and and to watch her, you know, be able to handle things. We were in really tough conditions and it was late nights and, you know, the poor crew, they're they're driving with terrible LA traffic in the morning. You know, we end we'd end shooting at 7 a.m. and they're going into town, you know, having to drive like sometimes a two hour commute home at the end of a 12 hour workday. Mm-hmm. And um, it was hard, but she really had this kind of tenacity the whole time. And just seeing her sometimes, you could see the transformation in her eye. I mean, it just was incredible. Um, there's a reason that she's so good at that kind of action, heroic person that she does. And I've been a fan of hers for a long time. And um, she's also gorgeous and she's also incredibly intelligent and has a science brain and she's she's effortless i mean there's a reason that she's so good and known for doing these kinds of action roles because she just has her finger on the pulse of what it is to be this person and she had very particular ideas about tests and she's done work with um she talked to us about the work she's done with veterans and what it means to be an addict and all of that. And I know she had lots of conversations with Neil about the look and the feeling of Tess and, and how outsider she is. So you get the sense that um, among these women, it really is going to be tough for her to kind of rally everybody. But um, it was just amazing. She just was Tess. She just showed up on set as Tess was our, was our, was our fearless leader. And man, I would, I would do anything for that chick. She's, she's really badass.
0: (laughs) Well, she certainly is in this movie for sure.
1: (laughs) And in life too, again, like another person who is kind and generous and, you know, like just wanted the best for, for the production.
0: And that's great. That's what you want in, in, you know, the, any, any, of the actors that you're working with. You know, you're it's you're all in this together, and especially with independent films, too. I mean, you don't have the big Hollywood budget that many of the other films have, and that's one of the reasons I love doing what I do, and I've talked about this many, many times, is, you know, showcasing independent films and documentaries that don't get the opportunity to be showcased that often. You know, everybody wants (laughs) the big-name stars all the time. Not that I wouldn't want to have Brad Pitt on the show, but that's not what the show is about you know, uh, so it's, it is about that. And, and that's why the kind of work that you and your husband are doing, uh, you know, broadens, uh, the scope of independent film in a, in a different, many different ways. And, and that's wonderful that you are yeah. working in that.
1: Well, you know, it's, it's, it's all comes down to good stories at the end of the day. And, and, I love I I, there's nothing else I've ever wanted to do in my life this is all I've ever wanted to do and and being a storyteller and helping people understand their humanity a little bit better or just feel less alone feel like they're like they're going through stuff I feel like the pulse of that has always been in in independent film or theater I mean most of my favorite movies are from decades ago because Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we don't have the CGI. We don't have the, you know, the IP of, of, you know, the reboot after reboot, which are all so fun and great, but the stuff that really gets you, the stuff that gets your heart, you know, Francois Truffaut. I mean, that gets me. Um, Sophia Coppola's Virgin Suicide that blew my mind when I first saw it. And, and I just,
0: I'm so grateful to be a part of the the independent world. Yeah. And when you say the classics too, I mean, uh, I'm a big fan of Turner classic movies and we've all heard what's going on over there yes. <laughs> and it's, and they all, all the hosts have been on my show numerous times. And I go to that the Turner classic movie film festival every year and we'll see what happens, you know, with what's going on, but we need no, to have a place to it. see these because I, I, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Gia.
1: No question. No, I just Turner classic movies is always on at our home. Um, it, My daughter seeing Gene. My daughter's three and our daughter Neil and I have a daughter. She's three and a half. Seeing her watch Gene Kelly do Mm. his huge, fabulous dance sequence and singing in the rain while he's in the rain. I mean. Watching her face light up, or Fred Astaire dancing on the ceiling. I'm a big movie yeah. musical person. Oh, me
0: artist, too. Me so. too. Me too. She's
1: watching these, and Ginger Rogers, and then she, you know, you see the power of of old films and and giving that knowledge, and also connecting us mm-hmm. to to our past. But this is pure stuff, and it's so important that we we keep that through line that we have the ability to, to have it at our fingertips. Like we have everything else at our fingertips. Why can't we have old classic cinema, Hollywood classic cinema? And I love what they're doing with the new programming and having more, you know, people of color and women on, and, and we're just learning so much more. Um, I just don't want Turner classic movies to go away or be taken away from us. It's such, it's such a resource.
0: I know, I know. And I, I totally agree. I totally agree. So hopefully, we will. Um, I'm glad that they made a reversal and brought Char- Charlie Tabish back because he is, you know, well, all of them were, but he's definitely the heart and soul of Turner Classic movies, for sure. And you know, when you watch these old movies, you're right, we don't have the same technology. Uh, they didn't have the same technology we do today. And, it, and it's just, it's pure. It's a just a, Pure viewing experience. So anyhow, and that's kind of you know what movies should be about, and that's what Fear the Night is about. It's just pure, you know. It, it's it's a ride. It starts, you know, and it takes you in, and and you're invested, even though you, as you said, you don't get a lot of the background of the characters. You you do as the movie unfolds, but it, you 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 really with them in this film, yeah. for sure, for sure. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, it, I mean, this is kind of you, know, you and I are talking on the day of the 12th right on July 12th and the SAG after strike is looming if it's going to happen the writer's strike is going on and there's this kind of thread in the air about survival and how we have to stick together even if we don't like each other even if we don't agree on all the things like we are common. our commonalities are humanity and and if we can just focus on that we can get through whatever we need to get through
0: yes yeah, so I agree 100% and that's what this movie's about that's what this movie <laughs> No. <laughs> you went right back to the full circle <laughs> there, G. I love it. <laughs> Good girl. <laughs> and that's also, can is. I just say there are yeah. no
1: guns in our film.
0: Yes. I thought that was no. very no. interesting. Uh, very interesting. And, and how did you, your husband make that choice? Do we want to say what they use or not?
1: I'm not going to say that okay. it's a cre- okay. creative weaponry, yes. shall we say that? Yes. But I think You know, we were getting ready to shoot, and there were originally um, guns written into the script. And then the Rust shooting happened—that horrible Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm tragedy—and Neil was just like, "Let's not. Let's just not even bother. You know what? How can we make this just as scary without having guns? We have there's a there was a real effort there to say, what can we do? How can we how can we keep the tension and the terror without having to use guns? Because guns are they're they're terrifying. Um, (laughs) So I I actually we the ladies, man, when we uh, when we decide to fight back, that was that was super fun. (laughs)
0: yes and I you know I I think what he decided to use was much scarier than yeah. how to use guns, to be honest with you. And you're right. We have too many guns, too many movies with guns, you know. And I think it just, again, it's like in our in our DNA consciousness anymore that we just become immune to seeing Yeah, we're kind guns. of almost numb to it. Yes, yeah. exactly. Really- so this, the, what he used in this film is such a surprise. It mm-hmm. really is. And just as lethal, if not more, you know in this film well so. it's it's
1: so intimate it's so personal and you see the reaction of how how close you are as the audience member the viewing of of what is happening to to people um in the moment of it happening and 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 we had you know safety consultants of course people on set helping us make sure that this was realistic and I and I think we don't it's not like a super blood-soaked movie but but the the violence is very particular very necessary and um
0: i don't know i find it incredibly effective but that's that's my opinion. i agree i mean i agree i think that's when i you know screamed a lot <laughs> and but again the 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 ingenuity of the women because they didn't have any kind of weaponry to fight back
1: or skill set yes oh. Only person is Tess who comes on saying, You know, I was a, a military aide in Fallujah and I, you know, drove these armored vehicles. I mean, she's a trained person, but then you're having to rely on women who have, you know, I mean, their training is at the Beverly
0: Center. Exactly, exactly. Well, Really, unfortunately, we need to wrap up, but where can people see Fear the Night?
1: At uh, theaters and on demand on July 21st. Great. And I hope everybody has a great... Movie going experience and uh, man, I love I love making movies and I love watching them too. Yeah, well, this
0: is a good movie. It is a good summer movie. It, it's you know you'll you'll be thinking about it afterwards. There'll be discussions afterwards because it's not just a thriller. There's a lot more to it. So, Gia, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was such a pleasure getting to talk with you. I look forward to having you back. Maybe we'll have Neil and you back on the next project that you have. We would love it. Great, thank you, John. Thank you. Good luck with the film. To all my wonderful, loyal listeners, your love of film allows me to do what I do. If you want to support me, the best way to do that is to hit the subscribe button on the iHeart Podcast Network, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, And of course, on YouTube. Subscribing matters. If you are feeling really compelled, I want to hear from you. Have a burning question, comment, or review, drop me an email at thejampricehow.com. Thank you for listening.